Hello, it's Eric Johnson, Coach EJ, the brand. And Aaron Thigpen, the source. Welcome to our podcast today, people. We have um, kind of like a uh, date-related subject today. What's going on nine months later after COVID? We're nine months into this. Where are our athletes? What place should they be in? Where are they going? Have they started? Nine months later, Aaron, where are we in COVID right now with all these athletes and kind of wandering around, what do I do? Or I've been doing it. Um, there's a lot of confusing thoughts out there. And I see a lot of young athletes confused about what they're doing or, or if they're doing anything or if they're kind of confused because look, I've done this for nine months and um, we're in the same place. So that's why I think the confusion's there of staying to their goal. Yeah, it's, it's probably running the gamut. I mean, there's there's some kids who still probably have done very little during this period. Right. And there's those who have kind of gone full steam ahead and including their training and competing outside of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see it, I see both ends of the spectrum. Um, in terms of what they should be doing is again continuing to have a plan that they're going to play because they will get to play at some point right and that might be you know six months from now but then put together a six-month plan you know I I kind of feel that hey this can be an opportunity for the developmental athlete who needs this extra time right to work on themselves now they've got to do the work right and, and I think they can make this time period pay off and it not be something negative uh, in their development, but um, you've got to do the work. Yeah, you know, Aaron, what I find fascinating is I've talked to a lot of athletes that have gone out and about out of California and played in whether it's Utah, Georgia, Arizona, and they've gone and played in a weekend tournament or they played some games and they came back discouraged because uh, it didn't go the way it was supposed to go because they've been trained so hard and they were having these results in a very sterile environment. And then when they went out and played, it didn't go as well, you know? But I've also heard some athletes that have said, hey, it was good to be back out there to see what I've been doing, to see what I need to continue to do to get better. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh, you get it. That's that's good. You, you went out there and see where your skills are. Did they get better from previously you went out there got evaluated again on your own merits and said okay this is what I need to go go back to do to improve and I think that's the right way to go about it if you're gonna go out and play why not go out there test what you've been doing see how it's going whether it's positive or whether you is a learning process you come back and you go okay it was positive I gotta keep on on this track I gotta get better set my goals a little bit differently or if you come back and you go, okay, I struggled a little bit, but I saw I saw some good things, then I just go back and polish this up a little bit. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, that way you can make those adjustments. Now, what about the athlete who hasn't had a chance to compete? Mm. What are some of the ways that they can kind of figure out where they're at? Because, you know, it isn't a long period of time to just train. For us in track and field, it's a little bit different because we don't run track and field year round. So, you know, you'll have a four month right. season and then, you know, you're going to be off for eight. 
So you're used to that. But with baseball, because of the frequent opportunities to play year round, I get that that doesn't sit well with the baseball athlete. So, you know, what does that athlete do? Um, you know, from a training standpoint, you set up testing benchmarks. You right. know, you may test your 60 or your 30, or you test your bat speed or whatever you happen to right. want to, to um, quantify. Maybe you start to do that uh, on a some kind of structured uh, schedule. So that way you have something to shoot for. You have a little bit of feedback and that may serve to keep you motivated. Yeah, Aaron, it's kind of funny. I was just thinking about this, you know, guys go out and 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 they haven't been doing very much and they've been training or they've just been practicing. I think for those athletes who have not done any game type thing, they should be playing simulated games, you yeah. know? Um, it could be done many ways. You can do it within your club, ball team, or your travel team. Set up some games that way, or go out on your own and have pitchers throw to you, and get some fielders, get your buddies, and go out there. I think you need to use your imagination to stay in shape. I think it's. I'll tell you this one thing: we had a group of guys who were all COVID athletes. That's what I call them, and they couldn't play. We had a college guy, we had a Division One athlete, we had a professional player, we had about five high school guys and about three catchers and probably four other pitchers, they were just going out playing pickup ball. Yeah. And this reminds me a lot when I was a kid growing up where that's what you did. Yeah. Guy had his gear, you went down to the park and played. Right. And I see some of this coming back. What I've noticed in this environment with this group of 15 players, mm -hmm. they all got better. It was the most interesting thing. One, they would go out there four or five days a week, right. six days a week, and have challenge BP. they take batting practice, regular batting practice, take fielding practice, then the pitchers would come. And the pitchers needed to get their work. Mm -hmm. So they go down the bullpen, get warmed up, and then they would play simulated games that way. These guys have been doing this now since probably, you know, May, mm -hmm. May mm -hmm. at least. And I've seen the growth of these players so much where, like, I know when they're able to go back out there and right. play, um, they're going to be successful. Right. Why? Because you have that Division One player mm -hmm. uh, who is uh, in the Pac-12, right. and then you have this other three or four players who are pitching somewhere else, mm -hmm. and you have these other guys who are graduating seniors, and then you have these younger guys yeah. who are tag along, the sophomores, the 2022s, yeah. the 2023s, and 2021s, get in there and mix it up. And I know it's a growth in players, and I think that's important. Nine months later, you know, you have to create your own games. You have to do these things in order for you to be able to go out there and play. I'll tell you, six months from now, Aaron, I believe there is going to be some sort of impasse towards a good thing for these kids to get out and play. They may be under different rules, but you're going to see some sort of action in March and April, mm -hmm. I believe, when the high school, the second group of high school players start playing. And I think college baseball and I think Major League Baseball and what they've done during this period and putting everybody in the bubble in this last week right. of the season, they're going to see that, hey, this does work. Well, it sounds like the the key is just getting up off your butt, getting off the sidelines, waiting for someone to put something together for you. Mm -hmm. Organize yourselves. Get on the phone, call your buddies, say, hey, 
let's go out to this place and let's do something. Right. And um, waiting in this area, you can't have those organized meetings. No. But you can, I assume, have those impromptu or those these unorganized you can you know, meeting so yeah right. why not you can you could you know basically you have your pod of 12 players yeah and long as the kids stay in their own group you're fine yeah. now you can't bring in another 12 players and play them against right, each yeah, other right exactly. but if you stay within your pod and even if you only have 10 guys you're yeah. gonna have a pitcher throw to yeah. you know you obviously socially distance mm -hmm. the guys that are on deck in the hole but you can just put two outfielders out there and three infielders and right. get and get one of those adult coaches to play for a space and there you go there's your game kids love it i don't know why people aren't doing this but it's another way to get your players activated and ready for six months from now and uh, i think it's a pretty interesting thing that i think a lot of people need to jump into right away because i'll tell you it's coming fast Okay, Aaron, that was a good subject today. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit, hit us back up on uh, our Instagram page, Harbaugh Athletics. Hit us on Facebook, on Twitter, and uh, again, this is Coach EJ, the brand, and Coach Aaron Thigpen, the source. We'll see you later.